Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Our good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music.
Ruby Braff here on the Humble Farm. A nice, nice solid bottom on there, wasn't it? Boom, 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 boom. Dave McKenna in the background, of course. And Frank Tate on bass. Yep, yep, Scott Hamilton, of course. My wife, Marsha, the almost perfect woman, wants me to get her a 2014 IRS instruction manual. Because she has mastered the intricacies of income tax preparation. She wants this 2014 instruction manual, you know, just to make sure things haven't changed since last year. And the manual, believe it or not, is not available in our library. It's not available in the post office. Now, I can print off each instruction booklet she needs because they are online, but... Can I be spared the expense of a horrendous amount of paper and ink by simply calling the IRS or emailing them and asking them for the booklets we need? Because we have the bed and breakfast business and the speaking writing business, so we have to fill out six or eight separate forms. It's not just one thing. Now, you and I know people who did not even bother to file an income tax for 20 or so years. Would you suggest that we go that route? Think about this. When I'm 99, I shouldn't be looking at too much jail time. And, of course, by then I should be too hard and dry to generate any interest in a federal prison. Take a look at just who blew in. Hurry up and lock the door. The great big butter and egg man we've all been waiting for. Clap hands, here come Charlie. Clap hands, good time Charlie. Clap hands, here come Charlie now. Clap hands, join the party. Clap hands, meet the party. Clap hands, Charlie, meet the frown. Ginger ale and white rock for this table. Grab a chair, move over there, and let him sit right next to Mabel. Clap hands, here comes Charlie. Clap hands, good time, Charlie. Clap hands, here comes Charlie now. Yes, sir, Charlie. Yes, sir, Charlie. Yes, sir, Charlie's coming now. Clap hands, meet the dolly. Clap hands, big fur folly. Clap hands, stand up, take a bow. See the smile on all those hungry faces. They can tell that he's a buyer from those great big open faces. Clap hands, here comes Charlie. Clap hands, good time, Charlie. Clap hands, here comes Charlie now.
here comes Charlie now. Clap hands, you know Tilly. Clap hands, phone for Millie. Clap hands, Charlie, he's a wow. He's the kind of guy who gets real pally. How he cries when someone sings, I wonder what become of Sally. Clap hands, nice chap, Charlie. Clap hands, big chap, Charlie. Clap hands, here comes Charlie now. Ukulele Ike. I suppose you know Darren Deller and I wonder what's become of Sally. You remember that song? One winter night I dreamed that Uncle Ed's barn was collapsing down at 176 South Main Street in Rockland. I had Model T Fords inside that barn and there was even a cow in the cellar too. You know, a man can dream things like that when he's wondering if snow is piling up on his henhouse roof or if it's blowing off. What do you, what do you, what do you dream about anyway? I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com and I would really like to pry into your private life.
nice, nice bottom on there. Chum, 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 chum. Ruby Braff, Scott Hamilton, Dave McKenna. That was recorded 23 years ago. Hard to believe how time flies. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. With any luck at all, I'm here every week at this time on your favorite radio station playing old-fashioned music just for you. If you're a college student, please turn off the radio and attend to your studies. Your friends are counting on you to do very good at school, and you're not going to improve your mind listening to anything I have to say. Do you still dream you're going to school? I had my usual disorganized dream about forgetting to attend my college classes. I couldn't remember which classes I was taking, and I'd forgotten to go to class for a long, long time. It was even time to sign up for the next semester, and I had even forgotten to do that. Oh, what a horrible dream. I took black magic marker and wrote on the toes of my shoes, Don't forget to go to class. Now that was 50 years ago I was going to school, 50 or so years ago. Do you have dreams that you have over and over and over? Do you have dreams that you have over and over and over? If this is true, you can't be a very creative person. Mr. Tea Garden, you sure look cute. You must have on your traveling suit. It looks as if you really gonna go somewhere. Hey, Mr. Mercer, you spoke a book. You just got time for one more look. Cause Mr. Tea Garden is leaving you for fast, for fast, for fare thee well to Harlem, fare thee well to nightlife, going back where I can lead the right life, fare thee well to Harlem. Ah, don't you dare to leave us, things is tight in Harlem. I know how to fix it. How? Step aside. I'm gonna maze and dix it. Fare thee well to Harlem. Lately here my soul is preaching for the Bible's kindly teaching. Wants to hear the reverend preach and love each other. Can't you hear the organ playing? Can't you hear the folks a praying? There's a voice within me saying he's all brother. Fare thee well to Harlem All is sin is righteous Going back where everybody's righteous Fare thee well to Harlem Fare thee well What is all this chipper, chipper, chipper? Red cap, you better get Mr. T. Garden's bags and carry them down to the Grand Central Station. I can't find my tie. Can't find your tie? Hey, Mr. Mercer, stop that train. I don't want that old-time stuff. I've got to have an aeroplane. I can't get there fast enough. Oh, Mr. T. Garden shows you gone. I'll do anything you say. 
Take off, brother, and blow your horn. Let me see you fly away. Mr. Teagarden. They said it dropped to 16 below in South Thomaston one morning in February. Das glaube ich nicht. I don't believe it. The coldest I can the coldest I can ever remember of seeing it at home in Wiley's Corner was something like 12 below. I can remember going out to the store. Must have been around 1946, 48. That was very cold. 12 below. Because we are right on the salt water, it's colder in the summer and warmer in the winter than it is in Waldeboro, which is only 15 or so miles away, but inland. That's why St. George has long been a mecca for the rich folks between Chad's Ford and Gloucester, who come up summers to escape the heat. You might remember seeing that t-shirt Jimmy Parker made that said if you can't stand the winters you don't deserve the summers
Boom, boom, boom. Injun Sama. Scott Hamilton, Ruby Braff, and I'm pretty sure that it was my friend ATN, the Camden jeweler, your friend and mine, who sent me a lifetime subscription to the J. Peterman's owner's manual. Who else would do such a thing? The J. Peterman's owner's manual is no more than a catalog of very pricey, exotic items. What makes this catalog interesting is the description accompanying each item, because instead of describing the item, it paints a picture of what you will be doing when you are wearing the $158 lacy flannel skirt. Probably having tea with the Duke of Hastings or lugging off a sack of money you have just won from James Bond in the Casino Royale. If you are familiar with the owner's manual, you know that it contains some very silly but psychologically very powerful writing. It is an intentional satire on itself, that's the way I see it, and it's obviously very successful. I showed this owner's manual to some gifted high school students up Lewiston Way and asked them to write an advertisement for a product using that same kind of writing. This is what Brooke wrote. Please listen closely. See what if you can guess what product Brooke is advertising. The morning starts off rough. The neighbor's dog got onto your lawn again, and how are you to supposed to know where to avoid stepping? Even after you wash off your favorite shoes, the foul smell lingers until you get into your car. You're teleported into a different world, a world where everything smells of flowers and spring. A world where fresh scent follows where, wherever you drive. A world where pets clean up after themselves. The world of Febreze. And help you take off lots of fat But I'm no friend of dancing when it's hot So if you are a dancing fool Who loves to dance but can't keep cool Bear in mind the idea that I've got When it gets too hot for comfort And you can't get ice cream cones Paint no sin, take off your skin And dance around in your bones When the lazy syncopation Of the music softly moans Paint no sin, take off your skin And dance around in your bones The polar bears aren't green up in Greenland They've got the right idea They think it's great to refrigerate while we all cremate down here Just be like those bamboo babies In the South Sea tropic zones Take no sin to take off your skin And dance around in your bones When you're calling up your sweetie In those hot house telephones Taint no sin to take off your skin And dance around in your bones When you're on a crowded dance floor Near those red-hot saxophones Oh, taint no sin to take off your skin And dance around in your bones Take a look at the girls when they're dancing 
Notice the way they're dressed. They wear silken clothes without any hose, and nobody knows the rest. No more singing in the bathtub with those television phones. Ain't no sin to take off your skin and dance around in your bones. fashion music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite radio station thank you for listening now question for you do you remember when the governor of Oregon resigned because of alleged crimes committed by his beautiful young girlfriend I'd like to ask you this does the perfect governor exist if a governor is not cheating on his wife or his income tax He's enacting legislation that will make the poorest people in his state even poorer. Yes. Have you even noticed that presidents and governors who are famous for not cheating on their wives are famous for giving to their rich friends money that they have taken from the poor? Anyway, 20 or so years ago, this governor's girlfriend allegedly did this and that for kickback money. When my friend Rich in Illinois retired from the National Restaurant Association, his hobby was going to trials of Illinois governors and Chicago politicians. Of course, they're all in jail now for stealing money. And they did it in very unique and creative ways. They continually break new ground when it comes to stealing money in Chicago. Anyway, I wrote to Rich and I said, <laughs> Looks like Chicago has to take a back seat to Oregon this morning. Thank you. 
Brav here on the Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. Do you agree with one of my Facebook friends who says, Compassion seems to be going the way of the dodo bird. Do you hear that? She said that, she said that compassion seems to be going the way of the dodo bird. Do you think that she could be one of the very few people who have never heard of compassionate conservatives? There's all kinds of them. Doesn't everyone know that Republicans are famous for their compassion? Think about this. Compassion doesn't do poor people a lick of good, and compassion costs the rich folks who so generously distribute compassion in abundance, well, it costs them absolutely nothing. Anyone who got past grade school knows that Republicans will pray for you, Democrats will give you a roof over your head, a shirt, and a sandwich. Swing this beat.
Hampton. We don't very often hear Lionel Hampton anymore. I thought I'd slide that in, surprise you. You are listening to Cost of the Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station. With any luck at all, I'm here every week this time playing old-fashioned music just for you. Thank you for listening. I'm the Humble Farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. The Common Ground Fair is just about my favorite event in Maine. In a memorable year, I spoke with not dozens, but hundreds of radio friends. My most unforgettable moment? I was talking with six or eight friends when another couple showed up. Nice, nice-looking young girl around 25:30, and her friend. She looked at me a while, and then she said, Hot. And of course, being deaf, I leaned over toward her, and I said, What? And she said, Hot. You are hot. I have listened to that sexy voice for years, but I had no idea that you were such a... And she kind of licked her lips and kind of moaned and squirmed with her entire body. And I said, What do you do? And the fellow with her said, Oh, she doesn't have a job yet. They just let her out yesterday. My heart aches for you. I was telling my friend Dan about the Common Ground Fair 
As you know, it's held every September up in Unity, Maine. For three days in Unity, Maine, there is more IQ on those few acres of ground than you will find on any comparable space this side of Cambridge, Massachusetts. The most popular thing there is the little dogs that herd the sheep. Everyone enjoys watching the little dogs that herd the sheep. Dan said, Don't ever get a border collie. He said that he was once with a bunch of dog walkers out in the woods, and without anyone noticing what had happened, the border collies had herded all their owners together. They were all so close they were touching, shoulder to shoulder and chest to chest. I hope you lonely young people in big cities are listening. Clarence Williams, time for a couple more. All I know about this is what I heard. 
and it seems as someone got blind drunk and then staggered off bare butt naked and tried to start a fire on the floor of a nearby woodshed. And this was not too terribly far from the grout pile in Wildcat. Upon hearing this, I quickly whipped out the little notebook you've seen me carry on my right pant leg, and I wrote down the following salient points. So please listen closely so you don't miss any of this. The property owner heard the commotion outside and dialed 911. By this time... The drunk's friends had found him, and they'd put out the fire. Meanwhile, the drunk had run off into the woods, still bare but naked, of course. Later, the fireman who'd showed up to, for the fire report, later a fireman reported seeing this man out on the main road. So the property owner once again called 911, this time to alert the sheriff. And what do you think the dispatcher said when she was told that a naked man was staggering down the road? Can you give me a description?
People from away don't know how to get things done. One day, I had an old two-car garage hauled in from Clark Island on a truck. Jerry came in with his back hole. Jerry dug off the topsoil, put down gravel. I built a farm. Cement was poured and setting up before the sun went down. It would take someone from away a month or so to facilitate an operation like that. Another day, I wanted an inspection sticker on my truck. The girl in the office said that the boss was away and I'd have to try to catch him sometime tomorrow. I told her that when I saw him, I was going to tell him that he ought to double the salary of everyone in his, everyone in his office. She said for me to come down at four the same afternoon.